everyone. I'm Adrian Jones, founder of Future of Work Network and your host for the Future of Work Network podcast. The Future of Work Network is a community of organizational leaders who come together to reimagine work. You can sign up and learn more on my website at adrianejones.com. What you're about to listen to is a clip from one of our live learning events. Every couple of weeks, we get together to hear from an organizational leader who is doing or did something to make the world of work better. In today's episode, I'm interviewing Michelle Candelera, Human Resources Director at A to Z Wineworks, about what it means to be a B Corp and how it connects to the future of work. Give the episode a listen and then stick around at the end for three questions you can use to put into action your new learning. Welcome, Michelle Candelera, to the Future of Work Network live learning call. Thank you so much for being here today to share with us more about being a B Corp at A to Z Wineworks. And to get started, I was wondering if you can just take a minute to introduce yourself. Sure thing. And thank you for, for having me today and the opportunity to talk with the group. Um, I have over 20 years in HR experience across a really wide variety of platforms. Um, so I've been in retail, manufacturing, um, high tech startups. So I have experienced a lot of different workplace cultures and have gotten to be part of, of helping to intentionally shape some of those cultures. Um, nine years of my experience was with Netflix from when they were um, fairly small startup and, and experiencing very rapid growth across those nine years. So got a lot of, you know, exposure to uh, really thoughtful culture creation and what that looks like in practice there. As I continued in my career a couple years ago, I did some personal intentional work to really think about where did I want to go next in my career and what was important to me and defined some of those things that mattered most to me. I wanted to be with a company that was making business decisions and, and strategic plans, taking into account the long-term good, not necessarily just the quarter or the year. I want it to be somewhere that really took into account people and places and truly invested in and cared for their employees. And I learned about B Corps when I moved to Oregon in 2008 and was seeing the logo on new season bags and started doing some research and learning about it and realized the values that I had, where I wanted to work, really aligned well with B Corp values. And had just sort of wrapped up that work when I got a call from a recruiter about an opportunity at A to Z, learned that they were a B Corp and had been since 2014, and uh, had done a lot of work in that space, and the values seemed to align really well. So it was an exciting chance to match what I was looking for up with what a company was doing in their business. That's amazing. I think that as I've kind of pivoted in and out of job searches over the years, I definitely have considered B Corps higher on the list. And I think that a lot of people are starting to consider B Corps for that values aspect. Mm -hmm. And I'm curious what, what does, if you can take us a little bit deeper about like what it actually means to be a B Corp for those listening who just have no idea. Absolutely. So you can think of B Corp like fair trade or lead certification, but for whole company practices. 
So it's using the power of business to contribute to solving social and environmental problems, um, understanding that we thrive in business when we approach the business with intention and an understanding that what we do is really dependent and our success is really dependent on the health of the communities in which we operate, our employees and our environment. Um, so really B corporations align the interests of the business with those of society. It's kind of that greater good. Um, and, you know, one of our co-founders says, you know, big can be better, right? You can use the power of a larger business or, um, you know, of a growing business to really make the world around you better. And that's, that's kind of what B Corp is about. I love that. Big can be better. I'd like to just go back to A to Z, A to Z Wineworks, if you can share with us a little bit more about that organization, Michelle, and then why did A to Z specifically decide to become a B Corp and not just, you know, end its sustainability? Sure thing. So A to Z was founded in 2002 um, by two couples who started making wine in their kitchen. Um, they all had a wine industry background and, and decided to try this venture together and uh, were quite successful. The wines were very well received and, and got great recognition. And uh, the company grew from there. In 2007, they purchased Rex Hill, which had been founded in Oregon in 1982, so long term, and went, you know, at that point from having the four founders and, and three other employees to, you know, having a much wider number of employees with vineyard and cellar workers and direct to consumer sales and so forth. Um, the company was founded with the intention to do commerce with conscience. So it was always part of the values of the company to really think about how they interact with the environment, with the community, with their workers. And um, they continued to grow that with the addition of Rex Hill. And then in 2014, decided that B Corporation was basically a natural extension of their values um, that it adds kind of the certification process, going through that questionnaire, getting your scores, understanding where you have strengths that you can continue to leverage and where there are opportunities to add more um, really adds some rigor to the, the values that you express. Um, you measure what matters, you report on it, you uh, are transparent about it. And so it seemed like the logical extension for A to Z of the mission that they were already on in a way to add some, some accountability and rigor and measurement to it. So I'm curious about how being a B Corp contributes to the culture at A to Z and definitely interested in asking you this question since you're under the, the people team. I think it, it contributes in just so many different ways. Um, there's a culture of communication and transparency, um, ensuring that everybody in the company really has an opportunity to learn about the business and to know what's going on in other areas of the business. I've certainly been in organizations where all staff meetings are part of the communication program and process, but I was so impressed when I came to A to Z and attended my first all staff because it was a wide range of presenters from all levels of the company in all areas of the business talking about what's going on in their role and how they're experiencing the company. 
and it just creates connections and creates understanding and helps people kind of build their understanding of what is possible for them in their experience with A to Z. We have a lot of focus on um, leadership development and people manager development and you know, exploring topics together and thinking about ways to make sure that we are ensuring that our leaders are carrying those values into how they interact with their groups and teams. Um, my favorite example is we have uh, about 30% of our workforce is native Spanish speaking. And um, we did an exercise uh, last year where for a, a leadership meeting, we brought in our translator and uh, presented the meeting in Spanish um, and then translate it to English um, and had a group activity where you know teams got a box of materials, instructions in Spanish and a challenge that they were supposed to complete. And it was just such a visceral way of helping our managers understand what it's like for our second language employees and how to be really thoughtful in constructing their communication. Um, so things like that um, on a broader scale education and resources for development are very important in the company and in B Corp values in general. We uh, have a wide range of, of ways that people experience that, you know, the point is to be able to meet them where they are. So we have employees who use those funds for citizenship or immigration assistance, um, people taking English classes, people taking Spanish classes, uh, wine education and certification courses, support for professional development. So for me, I have, you know, every three years I have to submit 60 credits um, and I'm, I'm supported in the work I do for that to keep my certification going. Um, so I, I can go on and on. Um, we have a paid volunteer time off program um, so that you know people are able to do work that matters to them in supporting their community and get paid for that time. Um, and you know, a, a focus on boosting equity and diversity. Um, our staff, our board, our management are all 50% female. 30% um, of our staff is comprised of underrepresented populations. So there's there's a lot of different ways in which we really try to to build a, a diverse and rich experience for employees. Um, I am paused there, but I wanna talk a little bit about economic responsibility too. Yes, oh my gosh, if you, I mean, let's just dive right into economic responsibility as well to kind of follow that up around the culture. So A to Z is, is very mindful of, um, you know, financial wellness, um, fair pay for staff, they moved to a $15 per hour entry rate um, well before there was kind of a motion to that. Um, we have fully paid benefits for our employees, um, the health benefits, also disability, also life insurance, um, focus on financial wellness. Um, so we have financial wellness education and um, a tool that we make available to them. We also um, have our financial advisor av available to any member of our staff at any time to be able to uh, get advice and direction on the financial issues that matter most to them rather than trying to present one size fits all education. 
Um, and we've developed a lot of rigor and compensation practices in terms of, of clear position descriptions, paid tiers, opportunity for progression and levels of roles, um, and expanding transparency and pay practices, really being able to talk to people about how we think about compensation and where they fit into that picture and where they can grow to over time. Um, so, you know, those are some of the ways we have economic responsibility to our employees, but we also are making those considerations for everybody in the cycle, right? Our growers, our suppliers, um, you know, the thinking that when we do that equitably across everybody in the cycle, that benefits everyone and, and extends out into the communities that they touch and the pieces, places they're doing business with. Yeah, wonderful. Thank you. Thank you for sharing so many different elements that are involved in being a B Corp. Um, I think you definitely touched on how it connects to the future of work, but is there anything else specifically that you'd like to chime in? I think recruiting, retention, those are huge ones, connecting to people's values, doing good for the world. How else do you see being a B Corp connects to the future of work? Well, ultimately, I think it's about the fact that we as I said in the beginning, we thrive when the communities we're in thrive. And, um, you know, I, I think we have to take better care of our environment. We have to take better care of our communities. We have to be conscious of, of how um, the people who work with us are, are experiencing, you know, their, their whole life, not just the, the piece at work. And, um, you know, it, it's going to enable us to be successful in the long term, right? Because we're taking care of the ecosystem. We're partnering with organizations um, in the community that, you know, provide healthcare and resources and development to our employees too. So it ultimately makes us stronger as a business and more likely to be able to have a long-term future. Um, and I think that's the biggest piece. Sure. Yeah. I mean, it's pretty grim, but you can't really have a business if you don't have a world. <laughs> so I like what you said about um, we thrive when the communities that we're in thrive. I definitely think that that's a big takeaway for me after having you share with us. All right. Well, thank you so much. Hi, everyone. Adrian here again. Okay. I have three questions you can use to put into action your new learnings from my conversation with Michelle. Question one. Do you know of any other organizations that are B Corps? If so, what stands out to you about them? Question two, applying what you learned about B Corps from Michelle or what you might've already known, does your organization exhibit any aspects of a B Corp? And what are they? Question three, do you think your organization would consider becoming a B Corp? Why or why not? And a bonus, if you're already a B Corp, what is one thing you can do better after hearing Michelle's discussion today? Thank you so much for listening to the Future of Work Network podcast. We're going on a short break beginning now, end of November 2020 until early 21. But don't miss anything. In the meantime, make sure to sign up for the Future of Work Network on my website. Again, that's www.adrianejones.com. You can find the Future of Work Network button located up at the top of the page. Be sure to sign up so you receive notification of future podcast episodes, live learning events, and of course, get on our monthly mailing list. I hope everyone has a lovely end of your year, 
and get some much needed rest. I know I need that. And I'll see you in 2021.
Hi everyone, I'm Adrienne Jones, founder of Future of Work Network and your host for the Future of Work Network podcast. What you're about to listen to is a recording of one of our live learning events. Every couple of weeks, we get together to hear from a leader who is doing something or has done something to make the world of work better. In today's episode, I'm interviewing Michelle Candelera, HR Director at A to Z Wineworks. Give the episode a listen and then stick around at the end for three questions you can use to put into action your new learnings. <laughs> 